appropriate song for a Monday night football game that we're having. Whew, I feel batshit as a 49er fan, so this is great. This is also the podcast is happening during the game, and I've never been more distracted watching a, fan, uh, a football game in my life, or rather, never been more distracted recording a pod. So, <clears throat> there is that. Anyway, it is Monday, actually, as you can tell by Monday night football. I have an early podcast getting recorded and released because, well, I have a work trip. So I will be, I'll be gone Wednesday through, gosh, Saturday. It's going to be a weird week. So, uh, I, uh, yeah, I won't be available, but you're still going to get an interview. We hope if Paris actually comes through and uh you may get some very interesting live reactions here as i record this podcast so we uh well we don't have a quick question of the day because this has happened so quick i haven't really had a lot of prep time for this particular pod but we can get right into uh well we can get into a little bit of news what do you live under a rock and, uh, well, I can only announce this so assuredly because it literally just happened in front of my eyes, but Emmanuel Sanders went out in the Monday night football game. Uh, and, uh, well, yeah, it looks like he was grabbing his ribs, downgraded to out mid-game, so fuck my fantasy week. Let's see here. Brandon Cooks looks like he'll be out for week 11. Josh Gordon was activated to play in the Monday night football game. He's yet to be targeted, I think. Who knows what goes on there? George Kittle did not play Monday night. Looks like he may be available moving forward. Uh, let's see. The Panthers claimed former Bears running back Mike Davis. I don't know if that's going to be relevant. Maybe just he's a backup. Uh, I still say, until you find out otherwise, anybody with CMC would stash Bonifon still for now. Let's see here. Chris Herndon, not that anyone started him, but Chris Herndon, tight end for the Jets. Looks like he's out for an extended amount of time. Delaney Walker's on his way back, targeting week, uh, excuse me, week 12. I almost said week 11. Uh, Saints will have, uh, well, he's going to have a lot, the the Saints rather are going to have a lot less of a defense for the next couple weeks until they can figure out what the hell's wrong with Marshawn Lattimore? Uh, hamstring strain, supposedly, but we'll see. Austin Hooper is going to take an MRI for his knee injury, but keep an eye on that. He may very well be out for extended period of time. Probably not relevant for fantasy for the rest of the season. But, uh, yeah, Falcons also might have lost Devontae Freeman, who uh, has an MRI. No news on it yet. He had one today. 
Brian Hill is the backup to own there since Ito Smith went to IR. Gosh, who else? They uh, benched... <laughs> Sorry, I'm getting distracted because every time the Seahawks do anything, the, uh, the fireworks go off in the background here. Uh, fuck, this game's so close. All right, so as, I, as I'm recording this right now, 49ers just put a four-down stop on the fucking Seahawks. And it looks like they had to have gotten a sack here. Yeah. <laughs> fucking shit. Oh, man. Unnecessary roughness on the punt. So now San Francisco is at their own, what is that, 16-yard line? No, the unnecessary roughness penalty was enforced at the 16-yard line. So they're going to gain... Uh, it, the app hasn't updated yet, but holy shit. Okay, well... <clears throat> fuck, 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 fuck. For, for anybody listening at home, uh, I'm currently up against John this week, and uh, he has jimmy garoppolo in this game and i have tevin coleman and emmanuel sanders and for anybody keeping track at home you've already heard me say emmanuel sanders is out so i need tevin coleman to kind of go off in the next little bit because it's currently 101.4 my points to 104.2 his points and uh let's be real jimmy garoppolo has a path to more points than tevin coleman unless tevin coleman is those points so i'm fucked We're going to see how this plays out, but you might just hear me exhale. Holy shit, Jimmy Garoppolo. Okay, I got to stop looking at the actual uh, game going on here. Uh, let's see, we were not done with injuries. Blake Bortles got put in for Jared Goff, who sucked ass. You had uh, Josh Rosen replace Ryan Fitzpatrick, but I think that was injury-related. Fitzpatrick went into the medical tent. Patrick Peterson, defense for Arizona, picked up a calf injury during his game. Barkley had to have an x-ray after their game. I mean, not a gruesome week, def uh, rather injury-wise. Let's see. Yeah, I think that's about it. Everything else I'm finding is from before the weekend. Of course, because of how early my podcasts happen, be aware my shit ain't up to date. Uh, so please be looking on your own. I absolutely am, am glad to uh, to give you whatever information I can, but I put this out on Wednesday mornings and a lot of shit happens between Wednesday and, and Sunday night football, Sunday morning football even. So, and I mean, after all, they're a bunch of fucking amateurs. Uh, and by they, it's me. I, I make this podcast, so yeah, I'm I'm a fucking amateur. So uh, anyway, moving on, we're gonna talk a little bit about some players who suck. You suck. And uh, well, the game is 
still playing right now, but I can confidently tell you that Emmanuel Sanders didn't get it done before getting injured in the very first quarter. Otherwise, he was bound for a big game. He had 3.4 points. That's two receptions for 24 yards, and that was in like 10 minutes of the first quarter. So, you uh, well, you obviously had uh, Coop the Pooper Cup give you zero points. That was not injury-related. You had Jason Witten give you two points. You had, what else here? Robbie Anderson, one reception for 11 yards. Latavius Murray, 12 yards on the ground. And what is that? A reception for, uh, two receptions for seven yards. So, not enough. Then you had, what else? What else? I'm going through. Well, David Johnson gave you a negative 0.5. So that was that was wonderful. You had Tyler Lockett in the current in the game currently has been pretty shut down by Robert Sala's defense for 49ers. So that's pretty nice. What else here? I'm saying what else a lot because I'm watching the 49ers are in the red zone and I'm sweating bullets because all I need is a Tevin Coleman touchdown and I might win this motherfucker. Just not a pass, just a rush. Just a 16-yard rushing touchdown. I'm not going to be able to focus, guys. So I'm going to give you a play-by-play. Last play on the drive, Raheem Mostert took it to the left guard of the Seattle. Uh, Bobby Wagner and Quandre Diggs took him down at the Seattle 16. That was a 7-yard pickup. But it looks like K.J. Wright safety has been injured on the play. So I have a brief respite to finish talking about who sucked. Um, well, Juju sucked, but that's not news anymore. Holy shit, Jimmy Garoppolo just got sacked for minus five yards, and we're not in the red zone anymore, so that's great. Russell Wilson's getting shut down, as expected, by the 49er defense. Frank Gore gave you 2.1 points. What else? Aaron Rodgers only gave you 10 because he literally handed off every potential score. If I sound like I'm rushing, I'm just kind of nervous about whether or not the 49ers do anything right now. Uh... Like I said earlier, Josh Gordon hasn't even received a target yet. Geronimo Allison, you don't really expect much from him, but he only got you 2.1. Let's see, Minnesota defense notably got zero points. Uh, What else? Of course, Jared Goff, 3.7. He ended up being benched, as I mentioned. Tyrell Williams, 4 points. Matthew Stafford was out with his back injury that's one of those that i didn't mention because of course you know you should have picked that up i i i hope i'm not your end-all be-all uh on your defensive replacement or offensive replacements when there's an injury here jalen samuels as the replacement running back there in pittsburgh only got you 5.5 it's probably i mean it's less than you wanted but it that's not I won't call that completely sucking. Uh, Saquon Barkley, 5.6 with his, you know, leaving the game on injury. Phillip Rivers, 10 points. And uh, I guess I guess that kind of does it. Like I said, not, not a week with a ton of stinkers. But, uh, whoo, okay, well, that kind of shitty. But 49ers only were able to tie it up. It's 21-21 as I speak to you with six minutes left. Oh my god. Hey, uh, therapist. I'm making a note here because I'm definitely going to submit these podcasts as, uh, you know, things for you to evaluate on my psychological state. 
this game would be a great example of um, watching my psychological state deteriorate over time. So that's that's fun. I just they're a bunch of fucking amateurs. Well, that was completely accidental, um, but very apropos. I guess this is more appropriate. I'm kind of retarded. I really am. I really am. And because I won't say I'm in a rush, you guys are important. I'm still going to give you your your needed talking time because let's be honest you're all very fucking lonely and this is like the most anybody talks to you but uh yeah i'm gonna give you a bit of the rundown of the matches this week no way i am not giving up you have to no i don't well and uh well despite my close game that's still going on right now and very hard to ignore to the point where i'm literally just like clenching my fist as I try to sit here and read off the things that I've prepared I will uh I will say that it's not the closest game we had this week for that well I'll get to that a little later for that you'd have to watch the uh the Jason Paris game but to go through the the gambit here and I'll, I'll update at least my my game score as it's the only one impacted by tonight's games uh the outcome that is I'm currently 101.4, and John is now at 105.5. We're waiting to see what Jimmy Garoppolo does versus what Tevin Coleman does. Basically, I need a touchdown that's not thrown by Jimmy Garoppolo to win. That's the ball game. Uh, or or a chunk yardage. Yeah. Anyway, basically, my whole game is predicated upon Christian McCaffrey, Lamar Jackson, and Golden Tate cumulatively scoring me 80 points because after that there is not another single player who has more than six points and that six points is chicago so my 80 points there is um well it's the only thing i have going for me otherwise john had a great and consistent week 13 from chubb 17 from josh jacobs 15 for adams 11.6 alan robinson oh yeah and then derrick henry dropping 32 fucking points and making lamar jackson irrelevant thanks a lot you fucking obnoxious sprint run occasionally when you fucking don't expect it chunk yardage touchdown motherfucker literally my least favorite player in the whole fucking football league Except for maybe most Raiders, because they're fucking punks. But like, ugh. I am super adverse. Just, this is like a personal note now. I'm super adverse to, adverse? Averse. I'm super averse to um, inconsistency. Like, you want me to not want to be around you? Just be like super volatile between how you are in one environment and how you are in another. And, uh... Boy, is there anybody less uncertain, less uncertain, more uncertain? Wow. You can tell I'm distracted. Is there anybody worse at consistent play than Derrick Henry? This motherfucker never gets regular yardage. It's always a 60-yard play, a 20-yard play. It's like, fuck off. Like, just... Ugh. Derrick Henry, 68-yard run for a touchdown. Like, why? If you eliminate that single stat, I'm winning this game by 20 points. Well, 10 points. Got carried away. Anyway, 
just mm, least favorite player in the full fucking NFL. Anyway, sorry, Jace. I know he's from Alabama, but that's not redeeming quality. So uh, moving on before I risk isolating at least one out of the 49 states. Uh, granted, only Jace from Alabama knows how to operate a phone well enough to get to the podcast section. So I think I'm safe there because, you know, Jace. Oh, where's my where's my banjo? There we go. Anyway, sorry, Alabama people. Womp womp, you can't find your podcast section, so you won't even know I'm trolling you. Anyway, uh, next game we have is Daniel going head-to-head against uh, Nathan. Well, essentially, Daniel had an all-right game from everybody except Sammy Watkins and Darren Waller. And as a result, even David Johnson's uh, minus 0.5 on Nathan's team really wasn't enough nathan had christian kirk go off travis kelsey did what he does best you had ronald jones play a rare good game and kyler murray was who uh, nathan chose to plug in for a, a solid 26 points in the knowledge that russell wilson may very well have a hard game uh so ultimately Dan- daniel fell or is falling since he has just a kicker playing tonight 109.5 to Nathan's ever-climbing 127.9. Uh, Nathan has Tyler Lockett in the game right now, and I'm I'm hoping that's not ever-climbing, but rather maybe giving up a fumble or something there. Uh, go Niners. The next game, of course, was a great bounce-back game to the uh, recent interviewee Michael Weatherhead. He ended up with 109.2 points despite Aaron Rodgers' 10-point game. And that's based on Kareem Hunt coming off and uh, playing off a suspension for Cleveland. Le'Veon Bell having a solid 14-point game. And a stellar 23-point performance from the Baltimore defense. Uh, In general, his team really picked him up. OBJ wasn't even as bad as he normally is, so that's pretty, pretty nice for Michael. Not so nice for Christian who, despite a 18-point game from Winston, 16 from Mixon, and uh, 11 from Hunter Henry, he had that Minnesota defense drop a zero, and Stephon Diggs and Devontae Freeman only combined for 12 points. So that's what happens there, you know? You can only do so much with, uh, with players who have, what is that, three receptions for Stephon Diggs? It's rough. What else here? The next game is Austin Machado went against the buzzsaw that is Yaron. Yaron is currently at 142.4 points because he has San Francisco defense playing, uh, gaining 19 points at the moment. And Austin would have to have a 60-point game from Chris Carson playing right now, which, dear fucking God, please don't. Um... He's at 102.9. Altogether, this was probably the most consistently played game. Uh, Josh Allen for Austin, 25 points. Drew Brees only gave, uh, I almost said Zeke and Destroy, which is his name, only gave Yaron 11.5 points. Zeke was the low point on your, well, the second to lowest point on Yaron's team. He also had Jimmy Graham for only 6.9. Otherwise, Aaron Jones balled out, Tyreek Hill balled out, and Amari Cooper balled out with 147 yards. 
Jesus. And that brings us, of course, to the closest game this week. This could have easily gone either way. This was Jace against Paris, as I mentioned before. And we'll talk this a little bit with, with Paris in a moment here. But, uh, yeah, Jace ended up at 95.2 once the dust settled. And Paris had 96.6. That's uh, mostly fueled there by a 25-point game for, by Dak, Dak Prescott. Greg Olson showed up for 13 points. Larry Fitz, Keenan Allen, each around 12 points. And then, you know, he was able to overcome the bad game by Barkley. And unfortunately, it just comes down to poor Philip Rivers' play for Jace, Uh almost toe-to-toe on most of these positions. In fact, he had Mark Andrews drop 20 points, Michael Thomas 21. Just hard to beat that 15-point swing in the quarterback position. Uh, Not to mention, you know, Mike Williams being pretty ineffective with the Chargers. So, well, that's, uh, that's it for the games. Holy crap. I have uh, some live tweeting going on, or live texting from uh, from John, my opponent, of course. And uh, he just said, this game is, it's the mash unit. Uh, meaning we are just losing players left and right. There's another 49er injured. There's been like four this game. Mostly defensive too, which is, uh, you can only be so good with your backups. So... Fuck, and there's proof. Josh Gordon just had a 13-yard chunk play on a, what was that, third and six. So that could have been a big stop. <coughs> Fuck, I can feel my mental state deteriorating. I do not want to watch this football game for multiple reasons. Because it's literally me witnessing my team sputter and die in fantasy, but also sputter and die in reality because... 49ers, what are you doing? Intercept the fucking ball. Fumble recovery. Literally anything. Please, love of God, we need to win this. I work with so many Seahawks fans. I need to rub it in their fucking face. Like, like I really do. I cannot show up to work tomorrow and have them all come talk to me about it. Because they have this smug bullshit perception that somehow the Seahawks are still good even though they can't defend a fucking high school team. And the only reason that we're going to lose this game is that we're fumbling the ball and throwing up passes that are just too high for our short, golden-tooth, gilded little fucks who, instead of trying to bat it down when they realize it's out of their reach, punch it back up into the sky. And Jadevian Clowney, seriously? Seriously? Like, I might just be a grumpy 49er fan, but, like, were you really that unhappy in Texas? Could you not have just planted your ass there and stayed? Like, fuck off. I did not want you at a division rival. Fuck. So, it's the two-minute warning. It's 21 to 21, and the Seahawks are at the San Francisco 32 line. Now, I couldn't I couldn't tell you for the life of me who the kicker is. Uh, Jason Myers. I don't know what his year long is, but I feel like 32 yards out. What is that, a 40-yard kick? 
that's ugh, that's doable damn it that's doable so even if we put a stop on we still have to get down the field i don't like this ah okay so my therapist just gonna put another note in here the only reason this is so stressful is i'm supposed to be entertaining at the same time if i was just watching the football game it's just a football game right that's like the healthy perspective right i need affirmation anyway uh let's see i guess this is the part of the show where we would normally have this drop happen but actually it's being called drink and jive and i haven't made a new one so um i guess we'll just stick with that this is paris our newest member of the fantasy league the shit show well thank you again paris uh i have a sinking feeling we might actually might actually not have time to interview today so i might have just left a gap in my podcast for nothing no reason that's wonderful that's uh whew. but uh yeah it's it's a weird week because of my foreshortened ability to actually produce anything on the pod um so you're you're also not gonna have you're not gonna have a uh killer's corner And I don't have anything really to talk about. Well, I think it's hard because you want to make sure you have all the information. For my commissioner's list, uh, and that's mostly because there haven't really been a whole lot of issues this, this, I don't know, last two weeks, I guess. It's been weird. It's been very weird. I guess to fill up a little bit of time, the last two minutes of the NFL game here, I can live pod because this might this oh this might just be so stressful okay okay so uh what was that a chris carson carry for seriously six yards fuck third and one at the 27 yard line uh, kill me Ooh, maybe let's not have audio in the audio. Sorry for that. But, uh, yeah, third and one with a minute 55 left. Looks like Seattle took another timeout. Maybe that was the 49ers. Fuck, dude. Oh, only the 49ers could give away a game that they were absolutely leading. But... I don't know. I don't know. It's, this is the trouble of being a fan of a of a team that's normally not super good, and then suddenly they get super good, and then you get attached to them being super good. I think Michael could probably sympathize being a, an Eagles fan right now. I mean, granted, the 49ers are still really fucking good, even if they lose this game. It's just like, yeah! oh my god, they stuffed him! Fuck you, Chris Carson! Yes! Ooh, they tried to run it just up the left hash mark there and the 49ers just came in and swallowed that mother yeah fuck you russell wilson you fucking too nice to hate motherfucker uh wait was that even was that even chris carson looking stockier than normal 
yeah, number 32, that's Chris Carson. You can hear me nervously clicking a pen in the background, too. I'm sure this is going to be very amusing for all of you to hear. It's fourth and two. They lost a yard on the play, but they're not putting the kicking unit out. They... So the 49ers called another timeout. Oh, shit. The kicking unit is out, but then they just drew them back. So... Okay, okay. Oh, man. Our juiced-up D coordinator, Robert Sala, is just over there looking shiny as fuck. Oh, oh, and okay, so here we go. Pete Carroll just shouted something because his radio cuts out at a certain time. For those that don't know, that's how NFL works. And 49ers are fucking crowding the line. Here we go, here we go. Don't drop off the no offsides, no offsides. Come on, what's going on here? Oh, they tried to hard count him. Ooh, you shifty bitch. You shifty bitch, Pete Carroll. Of course that wasn't going to work. 49ers are a stout defensive unit. Now you have wider than fucking vanilla yogurt, Jason Myers, stretching on the sidelines. You guys, I think I should go into commentating. This is really fucking fun. Oh, now Russell Wilson's just touching the white. So, uh, not the white guy, sorry. Uh, the white paint. Yep, Jason Myers has come in. He's only 3 for 8 on field goal attempts of 40 plus yards, according to the Monday Night Football graphic. I'm not that educated, so please don't think I'm coming up with all this. Alright, 49ers maybe can put a block up here. They're going to run it. You have Greenlaw in the back, dancing around. No, they couldn't quite stop it. And it is, in fact, good. Fuck. Oh, Pete Carroll, chew on some fucking gum. You did nothing. Literally a guy that you don't even talk to on your team just got you points. Head coaches, when they're, like, super excited that some dude that they underpay went out and kicked a football really hard in one spot is like, I mean, it's a hard thing to do. I'm not sitting here diminishing it, but when coaches get super excited, like, yeah, I handpicked that guy. Like, no, you fucking didn't. Whoo. Okay. Rivalry is strong right now. You guys so strong for a hot second. They just sent Myers back out. And, uh, I was like, Oh shit. Was there a, penalty but no 24 to 21 there's a minute 45 left for for jimmy handsome jimmy gq jimmy making porn star tap out and kyle shanahan to move the ball up the field and at least get this into overtime holy shit that's an airmail Come on, Richie James. There you go. Don't fucking fumble the ball. Thank you. God, I'm so sick of special teams fumbles from 49ers past. So Jimmy G's got only four career game-winning drives in the fourth quarter or overtime. Granted, he's only played like 20. He's only started 20 games or some shit like that. Got Tevin Coleman there in the backfield. Looks like we got... Dwelly at tight end, Pettis, Samuel, and Kendrick Bourne at wide receiver. I already said Coleman is now splitting out wide. He's at the uh, the far left side of the, the field. Ooh, 
the ball went straight into a Seattle linebacker's hands. Looks like, uh, is that Bobby Wagner? Can't tell. Yeah, can tell. No, that's uh, KJ Wright. Excuse me. I can't tell. They both kind of have the same dopey look. Um, literally hits him at the top of his numbers. I'm sorry, but like, even as a 49er fan, that should have been game over there. Uh, wow. So Jimmy Garoppolo is currently colorblind and, uh, it's now second and 10. Of course, he's dropping back again and threw it about three yards too high for their tight end Ross Dwelly. Kyle Shanahan looks bemused or pissed off. I can't tell. He's got his ball cap on and he's marching up and down the sidelines. But uh, clock is still stopped at 1.31 after the incompletion, and they're showing a lot of, like, these cuts to... I'm sure there's some bullshit being spewed by Booger McFarland right now, but there's a lot of space being filled by cuts of different defensive players. It's like, as if this game has not been lost by the 49ers offense as it is. Oh, that's encroachment. That's encroachment. Come on. Just had a a Seahawks player step forward there that's a uh i guess that's a five yard penalty but that means it's three and five ziggy ansa is that his name came over from uh, detroit he gets pulled off to the sideline third and five at the what is this 49er looks like the 31 yard line jimmy g throws it for Looks like Dwelly got a first down. But he held onto the ball for fucking ever, and the clock is running. So it's a minute 16 and counting after a first down. Throw it, you fuck. And, um, wow. So the pocket started to collapse around Jimmy G. He threw it again almost into... Is that Wagner this time? Show me the dopey fucker's face. I can't tell. Uh, looks like somewhere across the middle he tries to get it that must have been dwelly again no that was use check this time and uh see i can't really do commentating but it's just really fucking funny garoppolo got kind of thrown to the ground on uh on the end of that one though with Clowney just like slamming him down and i'm wondering where the fuck the penalty is for roughing the passer oh shit you got to pass out to who is that? I cannot read your number when you're spinning so fucking much. Jeez. Okay, well, maybe it looked like maybe Tevin Coleman. Didn't look like Tevin Coleman, though. Well, he throws it to Tevin Coleman again. Okay, okay. So now they've reached the Seattle 43-yard line with a uh, <clears throat> another pass to Tevin Coleman. I may very well be winning the game just on these little dump-off passes. Oh, but our, we have a, a first, our first time on the 49er. Yes, keep throwing it to Tevin Coleman for a first down. Did he get pulled out of, out of, out of bounds? It's 18, 18 seconds left. 18 seconds, 49ers call their final timeout. Looks like they're down to the 38-yard line. And uh, there's a lot of pointing going on by Pete Carroll. And that was definitely Tevin Coleman. You can tell because he's wearing Tevin Coleman's number. 
that was a, a good catch. He used hands uh, and then put the ball into one hand and used the other hand to try and push KJ right off of him. The 49ers are in a circular formation known as a huddle. Uh, let's see here. Now I'm just getting funny because I'm feeling pretty okay with how the game's going right now. They are on the 37-yard line of the Seattle side of the field, and they're lined up. Looks like uh, three wide receiver, one tight end, one running back, which is split wide. Must be Tevin Coleman again. And he just got the ball out again to Debo Samuel, and they are going to need to get that ball spiked. But the Seahawks were, like, grabbing his fucking legs, which is horse shit. That should be an instant penalty when you try to deliberately slow down a player's ability to get up off the field. Sidebar. Jimmy G gets the ball quick. They line up, and he just killed the clock or stopped the clock or whatever. And they're showing some some B-roll here of the uh, this new guy, Chase McLaughlin or whatever, who pegged a 57-yard field goal before the game. Tonight, he's already made both of his field goal attempts and a 43 and a 39-yarder, according to the wonderful graphics team at Monday Night Football. But this guy is either going to be a hero or a dickhead based on this. And, oh, it's up. It's straight. It's, fuck, yes. Yes, it's good. But uh, unfortunately for everybody listening at home, that means that we're going to overtime with a second left on the fourth quarter unless Russell Wilson can really pull a cat's string out of his ass, uh, which he's not going to do. It's about to go into overtime. Uh, so let's just let's just stop here because as much as I'd love to keep you all going on this wonderful wild ride, which is me screaming into the mic every couple of minutes and giving you really bad play-by-play in the meantime, there is just no way that that's sustainable for myself or my wife in the other room who uh, will be without me annoying her for four days. So it's uh, it's looking more and more like we may not have actually been able to squeeze in the Paris interview, but rest assured that I have done my damnedest to make this entire segment of uh, of what I could do here as painful as possible and as long as possible so it wasn't so uh, so obnoxious to have a short podcast on a short week. Uh, again, you can tell I was getting real fucking distracted. They had to kick off and there was only a second left. And for a moment, it looked like Seahawks were going to try and run it back. And then they kneeled it out. But holy shit, you guys. Uh, just This is a good Monday night football game. And I'm going to go enjoy overtime. And I'm sorry I couldn't get Paris on the pod. I'm sorry for the weird gap after I said I was going to get Paris on the pod. But, oh, this is too good a game. And... I'm going to be out of town for too long to not go sit and enjoy it with my wife who still doesn't under- who just still does not understand what the hell to do about my screaming when the 49ers do good shit. So, this is not a 49er team I expected for this year. If you told me week 1, yeah, the 49ers are going to go into overtime when they finally play this the stout Seahawks team 24-24, I'd be like, "You're funny. That's uh that's a good one." But I don't know what else I have for you. I'm kind of rambling. I'm a little, oh, a little amped up from my uh, my play-by-play, and holy crap, that's loud.
I will, uh, I'll let all y'all get on with your lives this wonderful Tuesday morning after listening to me react to Monday Night Football. Deuces!